How grateful are you to these pandemic times for giving us all permission to build our businesses in sweatpants? Get your blush out and your lipstick ready. This one's for all the good people out there who love to, nay, who dare to leave their house in those beloved sweatpants. Say cheese. Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. Why? Because I run the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms. And we're always looking for women who want to get better at marketing, branding, and sales. It's a pretty awesome place. You can see it for yourself at foundingmoms.com. This week, we're going to talk about how not to conduct yourself in an interview, particularly when you're not entirely exactly sure what you even signed up for. Shout out to everyone who appreciates a press hit. We know how valuable they are. If someone invites you to be on a podcast, um, yes, or a radio show, um, yes, or a TV appearance, um, yes, as a small business owner, it's your duty to say yes. Yes! Yes to having a media outlet validate the business that you run. Yes to showing the world that you're strong enough to speak confidently about your business on the air. Yes to having all of that social media fodder after the fact so that your mom can call you to tell you how proud she is of all your hard work. I figured out the value of a media appearance pretty quickly in the early days of launching my first business. I couldn't believe the butterfly effect that one little appearance could make. And I'm talking about an interview on a blog back in the day. If three people read it and one person got in touch to say they liked it, I mean, recognition? As a woman who worked at home, alone, trying to get something up and running all by her lonesome, it was the sweetest sweet of sweets. And this sugar mama wanted more of that. So I started going on a rampage. I'd make lists of local newspapers editors, email them, and however you define nudge or harass or poke or remind, I'd do it. Repeatedly. Until they said yes. Well, when one editor said yes, the rest of the bunch were fortunate enough to get a break from my persistent emails, so it always worked out for everybody. Once I got the hang of a few local newspapers writing up pieces on the founding moms, I upped the ante and turned to radio. Then I slid into TV. You can hear all about what a letdown my first TV appearance was, by the way. In episode 17, it's called The Twitter Betrayal. It took several years before people began to reach out to me to appear on their shows. What do you think I said to them? Yes, yes, yes. I hadn't learned the art of no just yet, and I thought I was on a roll. Then I got Jack's email. It was the same as all the others. Would you be interested in coming on to our show? I saw the date, checked my calendar, saw that I was available, and hit reply to let him know it was a hearty, wait for it, yes. It was months out. I'd researched the show a day before I was going to be on, as usual, 
and talk my talk on Jack's radio show so that we get 4 billion new members clamoring to sign up for a Founding Moms membership. See what I did there? You heard me gloss right over it. Just like I did with Jack's email. I just said, and talk my talk on Jack's radio show so that we get 4 billion new members clamoring to sign up for a Founding Moms membership. It's your understanding that I was then on a radio show, right? Wrong. To date, I have no idea why I thought it was a radio show. I even researched it a day before going on. But I must have been on two hours of sleep or I'd gone blind temporarily. Because when I got to the building on the agreed-upon date, voice all warmed up, Jack walked me from the lobby straight over to the studio. In said studio was a giant TV camera. Wait, there were three giant TV cameras, all pointing to a desk, and behind said desk, a chair that he asked me to sit in. I kid you not when I tell you that I looked at Jack as I sat down and I said, this is a TV interview? He smiled and he kindly said, sure is. Pretty sure he thought I was joking. Since it's 2022, and powerful women aren't supposed to talk about superficial things, like how their unkempt frizzy hair couldn't even be swept into a moderately attractive ponytail, or how their sweatshirt wasn't exactly on-air material, I won't even casually tell you about how I excused myself to freshen up in the bathroom where I proceeded to use ample amounts of water, a random bottle of hairspray, turned a scarf in my bag into a bizarre blouse by combining it with my tank top, squeezed my cheeks until they turned bright pink, and put an old bottom-of-purse eyeshadow, yes, you heard that right, onto my lips for color. The interview? Well, it went. I credit the desk, mostly, for hiding my sweatpants for the entirety of the interview. What did I learn from this experience? I learned that you must always change out of your sweatpants when you head off to any interview of any kind. I learned that before a press appearance, it behooves you to do your due diligence. Actually research it. Don't do the glance and glaze that I used to do all too often. I learned that it's never too late to begin your journey into the world of the art of no. It's also known as being discerning. Sure, there's no such thing as bad press. Sure, press begets press and we all want as much of it as possible. But after this experience, I learned that, well, do we really? I learned that you can talk your way out of anything. If you're invited on to be an expert, anything you say that sounds less than expertish, it'll be received as a weird sense of humor. You'll stay in the safe zone for much longer than anyone truly should. And I learned that there's never a bad time to throw out old eyeshadow. Um, quick addendum here, dear listener. The day that I recorded this episode, I made the exact same mistake that I just shared with you. I thought it was an audio-only interview, but nope. It was a video to a live audience and it was recorded. Ugh. Did I ever say anywhere in any episode of this podcast 
that we don't make the same mistakes twice? You don't call, you don't write. Why not do both? Text or call me at 708-872-7878 and leave me a message there so that I can talk to you in a future episode. Then go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. It helps other listeners discover these entrepreneurial stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Lindsay, Aaron, and Jack, the not at all radio guy, for making this podcast with me. And hey, thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week. Thank you.